Welcome to the Divorce Survival Guide podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about co-parenting, separation, divorce, and the hardest question of all, should you stay or should you go? I'm Kate Anthony, your Divorce Survival Guide, and I'm here to help you navigate some of the roughest waters you've ever swum in and answer some of your toughest questions. I've been to hell and back, and now it's my mission in life to help you get to the other side of this process with your sanity and your heart intact. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today we have kind of a different style of show, I think. I'm having a conversation with my friend Wendy Sloan, and Wendy is the host of the podcast Divorce Doesn't Suck. She also has another podcast, What's Up With Wendy. It's two women who have been through similar stuff at similar times. I think actually Wendy might have gotten divorced a little bit before me. I love having conversations with Wendy. She, as she says in her bio, she honed her easy and authentic interview style, producing iconic, groundbreaking TV shows, including The Phil Donahue Show, The Geraldo Rivera Show, and she covered some of the biggest news stories of our time, including O.J. Simpson and John JonBenet Ramsey. Now, obviously, she's not interviewing me, but she has interviewed me on her show, and I will be back when my book comes out and everything. So you definitely check out her podcast. It's a different kind of divorce podcast, as she says. Anyway, I love this conversation with Wendy because it really, we kind of meander all over the place, but we cover a lot of important topics and just, you know, share important experiences. So I will shut up and let our conversation do the talking. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Wendy Sloan. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast after having me on yours. Thank you for that. Um, it's such a pleasure to talk to you again. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I feel lucky to be on your platform and your podcast. Thank you. Well, I'm happy to have you. So we want to have a conversation about slowing down the process yes. and not rushing everything. Uh, once you've made that decision, right? Yes. Let's talk about that. Why is that so important? I think it's important to let's let's just take a deep breath, everybody here. Because, yeah, you know, you know, moving, divorce, death, like those are three of the most, you know, the hardest things in life, right? And getting divorced is kind of like a death. You know, it's it's something they say is, is, is close to that. So mm -hmm. when I first decided like I'm done and I don't remember actually the exact aha moment that I said, I just don't want to be in this marriage. I think it was, it all was, it was there, but I kind of just, I woke up one day. I'm like, I'm done, you know? Mm -hmm. And remember, right. we remember actually we were in sitting in therapy and therapy wasn't working for us because if someone's not going to change, it's not going to work. And I don't think the therapist was the right therapist. And I just basically said, I'm done. I want to get divorced. And the therapist goes, time's up. And then he's like, you want to go get some wings? And no. Like, I just said, I want to get divorced. I'm done through my rings at you. And you want to go get wings and time's up. Like, 
Wow. How's that? I'll never forget that, that moment. And it was wow. kind of like, well, I, do you know, does no one believe that this is happening, that I want this to happen? Right. So right. clearly I think, not. <laughs> I think we, if I remember correctly. I mean, this was a long time ago, 2007, six, yeah. I think we did go get wings and, you know, he was a business, he's a business person. So it became a finance, it became a business plan for him. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like this, but I think for most women, it's so emotional too. Um, you know, cause we're, most of us are, we have kids, we're moms, everything else. So I feel like for me, it was pretty much, you know, it became more emotion than, than thought driven, than, than mindfulness, than thinking about it. So I just, Got to go. Got to get an attorney. So I found an attorney, the first attorney that I looked at. I didn't do my research. I didn't sit there and look into this. Every state is different. Big fact every state is different. Every state State is different. Everybody. I mean, sometimes you don't have to be married for 10 years. Sometimes you can be married for less or more, whatever. And it makes a big difference in your child support and your alimony and what you get. And and also your social security benefits too. Mm-hmm. Like you can be entitled to your excess social security if you're married more than a certain amount of time. So it's good to know what you're, what's involved in your state. It's good to know that um, you have choices, that you can take your time, research, find the right attorney. If I had gotten the right attorney at the very beginning, I think I went through four. Mm-hmm. My financial situation and my divorce would have been totally different. Interesting. And I say that, almost as I know it as a fact. Right. Yes. It's interesting. I have a question about that because a lot of people say that, you know, I I am, I am the first person to say, listen, if your attorney isn't working for you, Mm -hmm. then like you need a new attorney because Mm -hmm. if, if they're not, I have so many people talk to say that like, my attorney is not explaining this process. I have, I know, don't know what to expect. I'm not an attorney. I don't understand this. Right. And I say, well, first of all, go in there and tell them that communicate that to them. And if they go, oh shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. I do this every day. So whatever, um, here, let me break it down for you. Then, you know, great. But if they don't, and if they're like, don't worry, everything's fine. This is totally normal and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, but what's normal. And you, they still don't right? If they're not working for you because they work for you, then you can get a new attorney. And I hear people say all the time. Yeah. But like, I've heard that if I get new attorneys, if I, if I fire my attorney and get another attorney, then I'm going to be, uh, then it's going to look bad. I'm going to look bad. And you just said you had four different attorneys, right? <laughs> so and did anyone, way, they threw that in my face a couple of times. Did they? I mean, his attorneys, his attorney, he had, uh-huh. I think, but I think they were all part of the same group. I don't, but they did throw it in my face. Well, you're on your, you know, second attorney. You're, this is through the years, right? Mm-hmm. So, so. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I thought I was doing the wrong thing then, but now I look back and I'm like, so did it impact you in the end? It impacted me huge because yes, because I had a financial trial at the end when my kids were almost aged out and I happened to do very well because I got the right attorney. Uh-huh. Right. So it didn't work against you to, no, no, no. it worked against you to have the wrong attorney to begin with, Correct. but it doesn't work against you. To find the right person for your case, right? And there's, I think it's really important to understand that like an attorney who, you know, worked for your best friend, Mary Lou down the street, 
who had a really amicable divorce is not maybe not the, the right attorney for you if you are dealing with someone who's high conflict, who is abusive, or who's going to weaponize the system against you. Correct. And similarly, the person who dealt with Mary's, you know, Mary Sue's cousin's high conflict divorce might sabotage your amicable divorce. Correct. Right. Right. So what and basically what's good for me might not have been good for you or the next person or whatever it is. So make a list of questions. I actually, uh, one of my sponsors, Melissa Needle Needle Kuda, um, this is in Connecticut. She was my last attorney. She's a big sponsor of my podcast. Mm-hmm. She laid out a whole 12 step, you know, interviews, what to do and what questions mm-hmm. to ask your attorney and how to find the right attorney and go in there armed with questions because you're paying yes. for it. every second you sit there, you're paying for it and find a best friend or a person that you can send emails and text to instead of your attorney every five seconds and, you know, racking up those bills. I mean, right. for me, I felt that I had to keep sending my attorney messages, messages, emails, text that, that's costing oh, me. every time, every time it costs money, every email. I have a client who is in the, a very, very, very contentious, like very sort of urgent, terrifying situation. And so she has been like firing off emails and then it's another email and then it's another email. It's another email. And I'm copied all of, on all of them. And I'm thinking, oh my God, honey, just like, we need to like stop and just keep a, keep an email in drafts, right? Yeah. Keep one email in drafts that you keep adding to and you send it maybe once a day. Yes. And add to the email. And you're that's right. actually a really good point. Yeah. Or add to it at the end of the week. So it's yes. one email they're reading and not char- because, you know, the attorneys, they're charging you by the hour. They're charging that's you right. by the second. Everything you do, slow down, find out, find, that's what, you know, take a deep breath because right. nothing is urgent. Nothing is a rush. You know, they can't force you to, to start the process any faster than you're ready to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's hard, you know, you're juggling, you know, you make this decision and then there is a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of information to gather, right? Yes. You have, you have a list of things that your attorney's saying that you need to get your financials in order. And that's not always easy because maybe not both of you were involved in the finances. So mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to start researching that and finding stuff out. It's not as easy as just a, you know, a cable bill or a phone bill. It might be, you know, 401s and it might be, you know, bank statements that you're not even aware of. So there's yeah, so that's right. And, 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 the, and that's what I keep saying. You don't need to, you don't need to rush this because yeah. rushing it, you know, cost me a lot. Um, I felt like I had to get this done. I had to get out. I had to, and they yeah. pressured me too. The, that's right. pressured me a lot as well. And yeah. I, have had to do that. I should. I, I wish I had known better. Yeah, it's really it's interesting because I think that part of it is is that women, in particular, because almost seventy percent of divorces are initiated by women. Like once we're done, we're fucking done, and we want to be done, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I've been dealing with this for ten years. I just want out. I want to be done with this whole thing, and so the urge to rush is like just fucking get it done get it done get me the fuck away right and also oh my god this is going to be such a big deal and i just can't i don't have the bandwidth for it like can we just hurry this along but that is prob that is possibly one of the biggest mistakes that we make mm-hmm. um 
And I always say also because like, while we've been thinking about this for 10 years, they Mm. are usually completely fucking blindsided by it when we make the decision, despite us saying, I'm I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) Right. Hello, I'm not happy. Hello, I'm not happy. Okay. I guess I'm done. Right. (laughs) I guess I'm done. Time's up. <laughs> Time's up. Let's go get some wings. Let's go get some wings. I, I, I honestly, that's the way it happened. That's amazing. That's <laughs> so I guess amazing. That was the aha moment. You know, it just like boiled down to it. Like I'm sitting there. This is just going to be the same old story over and over again. What am I doing? And listen, I didn't fight with my ex-husband. There was no bad. There was, we didn't have a bad marriage. I had you know a beautiful big house and everything mm-hmm. I've ever wanted. And for for someone it might have been like brand, but for me, I was doing my things with the kids and the nanny, um, who was basically taking care of the house. And I just was going through life. Yeah, right. I decided that wasn't the life that I wanted. And right. I, you know what? I lost, I lost family members in that because mm-hmm. they were like, "How could you do that? Why do you want to leave? Why you have this great life?" but I'm not in love. I want to talk about that because this is a question I hear all the time, right? I hear from women all the time. I He's great. He's great. He's he's a great provider. He's a good friend. He We have this beautiful life. We have all of this, like everything's perfect, but I'm not in love with him. I'm not happy. They feel guilty and they feel like it, that's not enough. That's not a good enough reason to leave. Right. I think I loved him, but I don't know if I was in love. Yeah. I mean, I was really happy when we met. My career was, I was kind of like burnt out. I had just come off the John Benet Ramsey and the Geraldo Rivera trial. I mean, the uh, OJ Simpson trial. I was uh-huh. working at the time. Then I was like, kind of had that instinct, like, I want to have kids, you know? Yeah. I was right. In 30s. And I was like craving being a mom, even though I had mm-hmm. this career. Being a mom was like one of the things I wanted most in my life. And I met him, great guy, super with my parents, everything you could ever, you know, on paper, perfect. And and it was a very, you know, great life. And I could have had a what I could have stayed in that existence, but I was just existing, you know, and, yeah. and it was fine. And then I had the kids and back to back, my two kids. And, you know, I don't know. I just... Maybe I was, I don't know. Maybe I just married with the idea, I think. Um, yeah. Looking back, I mean, we real, the real, like I said, there was really no, we didn't fight. And I could have probably stayed in that marriage and just existed. Right. But you wanted more for yourself. And, and that's okay. Right. Like, I, I, I just, I like, I want to give women permission. But it's okay. That like, it's okay to want to, do more than exist. And not only that, but it's okay to be alone. Oh, like, yeah, right. hundred percent, hundred percent. I, and, and, and if I, if I think about it now and I look back, I'm like, I probably could have stayed and been happy and lived this, you know, life and not had to worry a day in my life and whatever, but is that what I wanted to show my kids too? And did I not want to show them like passion and, and all that kind of stuff? And, and I don't, I don't know. And mm-hmm. it became, Big storm. Once once I opened that that can, it be, it was a storm that didn't mm. go away until my kids aged out. Wow! It became a huge financial Which is- trial over and over again, Kate. Over and over again, mostly financial. Um, 
because, you know, they can take you back to court over and over and over again if they have the money. That's right. Not let you not let you rest. Which is so interesting, right? Because it it that sort of negates the idea of like he was a great guy. In my world, in my mind, a great guy whose wife says, "I'm I love you. I'm not happy in this." And I I can't I can't pretend anymore and I need more from my life. Like yeah, they're going to have feelings about it and it's going to be a shock and it's going to feel terrible and all of that. But eventually they go, you know what? This is the mother of my children. I want her to be happy. Mm-hmm. I want her to like thrive and, you know, I'll deal with my- I'm going to give her everything to make sure that happens. Right. Or just or just like not not make her life a living hell. Right. Because right? when you're like, the mother, you're hurting the kids. That's right. And so to me, it's like, oh- so that's who, like, I, you know, I always say, like, you don't really know who someone is until you divorce them. <laughs> that's <laughs> fine, Kate, I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that? I, I mean, it's a shame, right? <laughs> but you yeah, really don't but know it's, someone it's is. Truth. It's the truth. It is the truth. And, you know, I have a friend going through a divorce and it's like, he is showing up as a person. She's like, if you had told me, like, if you had written the script, I would have laughed in your face. And I tell that to people too. I said, you know, I never thought when I said I'm done that my ex was going to be the way he was throughout like the entire time yeah. until he yeah. couldn't anymore. You know, once the kids get 18, you can't, you can't do anything anymore. Right. 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 So well, I never would have thought that he was going to bulldoze me over and over and over again. But you know what? Yeah. doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And mm-hmm. I never let my kids see that. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. bad mouthed him to my kids. I Good raised for you. incredible kids. And, yeah. so, you know, it didn't, it didn't get me because I wasn't going to let it get me because I was looking at my kids, two faces and I'm like, this is what matters. That's and, right. And, and that's how it was. And I also, you know, I had a real big army of friends around me, so they kept me safe and, you know, protected. And we did, we made, you know, since the minute I said I was getting divorced, we had routines and we had traditions and we had, you know, we've been doing the same Christmas Eve and the same Thanksgiving and the same holidays with them, same people all this this day. Wow. That's amazing. And I I think that made a big difference, you know, and, and, and another thing is your friends are going to understand, but they're not going to really understand unless they walk through your shoes. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, try and right. also, you know, try and find someone that, that is going through something similar with you too, that you can bounce things off because, um, I have this really cute story. If you don't mind me sharing, I would love for you to share so, it. I was getting, when I first said, you know, I was getting divorced, nobody knew at first because we didn't, you know, for the, a year, like we didn't even like, we hadn't even told the kids or whatever. They were little. Yeah. But there, and no one in my town was getting divorced. So there was this girl that I knew. Ugh, you're always the first, right? That, that I knew was going through it. And so uh-huh. I, sent, I got her number out of the, the little elementary school book. And I said, you don't know me, but I think we have something um, in common. Uh-huh. And that was, that was my person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good we, for you for so reaching out like that. Her story yeah. was a lot different. I mean, she really had it bad. I mean, she didn't, she didn't have her kids. It wasn't just, he had them every other weekend. She, it was like a horrible schedule, which the court should be ashamed of themselves, but that's another story. But she, yeah, to this day, we're still very dear friends. And now we look at each other and we're like, look, we did it. Like we, we had the yeah. same judge too. 
And um, oh wow. Oh yeah. So we we now we sit there and we um we have a drink over it and we we but it's in the past. You know, you can't live in the past. You're pointing to something that's so important, which is finding your people through this, right? Because unfortunately, one of the most common things that I see happen and happened to me and maybe happened to you is that you lose, like you said, you lose people, you lost your family, like you lose and you lose people that will shock you. Yeah, You lose the people that you think uh, will be your people. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's because, you know, in my experience and um, both personal and professional, the people that have the biggest um, sort of negative reaction to your divorce in whatever, in whatever way are the next to fall. <laughs> They're the people whose relationships you're holding a mirror up to and they don't want to fucking look at it. And they have these like crazy reactions. Um, and then a year later, they're going through it too. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think what comes around goes around. Eventually. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But I think that they're also reacting from their own fear, right? They're really reacting from their own fear. Because of that, you really need to, you need to, uh, and again, this, this speaks to take a breath, mm-hmm. slow down, be strategic about who your people are. Mm-hmm. And, tr- and and who you can trust yeah. because you know yes and my friend trust, I didn't right. ask them to pick and choose but they weren't he wasn't really friend he was he didn't be befriend people until we were started to go through the divorce because he needed <laughs> on his side and right. my fa- my family on the other hand not my pa- not my parents but my brother and my sister pretty much I'll just say it he he would not let go of them oh well and when you're in the middle of a financial trial I'm sorry. You, you, there, there's no sides, but you protect your blood. That's how I look at it. And yeah, they right. were just so impressed with his money and his everything that they continued to have this relationship with him. And I'm like, at this point, when you see what he's doing to your sister, you cannot have this relationship with him anymore. And if That's you're right. continue to, then you can't with me. Right. So right. you lost your, That's niece, right. your nephew and you lost me because, you know, you're playing with the enemy and he's the enemy right now because of what he's doing to me. And now for a quick word from our sponsor, the all new fully revised, should I stay or should I go? After three years of this program existing in the world and changing women's lives, I decided to give it a full makeover. The all new version has all new videos, a podcast like audio stream, if you want to take the work on the go and completely updated resources for deepening your learning. The program consists of six core modules. The first of which is, who are you? This is the section in which you dig deeply into your own personal development and get in touch with your inner guide, slay your inner critics, mine for values, and learn how to set healthy boundaries. The second module is how you learn to love and helps you understand your attachment style, love languages, and how to properly love and care for the most important person in all of this, yourself. Module three is called, Why Are Women So Exhausted? And breaks down some of the issues around toxic masculinity and male entitlement, the myth of being a stay-at-home mom, and answers the question, he's fine. Why can't I just be happy? Module four is all about understanding abuse 
and includes videos on trauma bonds, understanding the cycles of abuse, particularly how they play out in your own relationship, and addresses addiction, infidelity, and mental illness. Module 5 is all about healing and moving forward and includes videos about therapy, couples therapy, healing from betrayal, emotional regulation, and grief. This section also includes my 90-minute workshop, Tackling Codependence, as well as my signature relationship inventory that will help you gain complete clarity on all the parts of your marriage and figure out what's his and what's yours. And module six answers the question, is the grass really greener on the other side? With in-depth videos on dating, cultural and religious isolation, and what happens if you end up alone forever? Spoiler, you probably won't. Whether you decide to stay or go, this program will set you up for a lifetime of clarity and fulfillment. And if you've already decided to go, the program will help you unpack all that's happened and help you heal so that you can move forward without repeating the same mistakes that got you here in the first place. This program is priced super low at just $697. And if you use the code PODCAST, when you check out, you'll get $50 off the full price. What are you waiting for? You have been agonizing with this decision for long enough. It's time to finally know, should you stay or should you go? And now back to our episode. You don't want to ask people to take sides. You don't want to ask people to choose. But if it is, uh, if it becomes contentious and if the person becomes unsafe for you, anyone who is connected to them and, and sort of allies themselves with them becomes unsafe. And, you know, Kate, looking back, I have no regrets because if I, if, if, when I look back, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to have the plat, you know, this podcast, my podcast, which I launched a year ago, right? Divorce doesn't Mm -hmm. suck because I wanted to give back. I always wanted to give back in the, in the divorce world, because like I said, if I knew what I know now, then I would have had Mm -hmm. a story. I believe a whole different story Um, in every, in every single way. Yeah. But I but no regrets. You know, it all happened. It all worked out. My kids are great. I'm great. I'm happy. I'm thriving. And now I have this, my podcast to hopefully make a difference in some people's lives. That, you know, people are sharing their story and saying, you know what, there is there is grass. There is greener grass on the other side. There is a rainbow on the other side. You're going to swim in torrential storms, but you're going to get through it and the sun's going to yeah. right? That's right. That's right. Just, yeah, you know, giving back a little bit. Absolutely. And I think, and I love that your podcast is called Divorce Doesn't Suck. Marriage might. You're married. But that's right. <laughs> right. And there's a lot of like divorce sucks narrative out there. And, and I think that, you know, for some people it does for sure. But I mean, of course, like the process, the, all of it, right. All of that. But like being divorced doesn't suck. It's, it's quite freeing. I mean, I'm not saying it's, you know, it's wonderful. I don't identify my life as like a divorced woman, right? Like there's a lot more to me than, than being yes, divorced, right? Yeah. <laughs> but frankly, and uh, you know, I think we have a slightly different stories in this. Frankly, my life married was, uh, you know, I found myself and my passion and my career path and all of that in divorce where I was not fully self-expressed and, you know, I was 
walking around in a frozen trauma state for a good 10 years and beyond. You had a really thriving career, right? You had your, you had. As a producer for Phil Donahue Rivera. And yes, I had, I lived um, this, you know, my twenties was the grandest life Mm -hmm. in the world. Right. My daughter's in the city now. She just graduated from college and she's working. And I'm like, it was like living, you know, she's, she's in PR. It's a little different than Uh mine, Uh but you know, in the same world, you know, shows like working, working in Rockefeller center, being with, being with Harold and covering the stories that I covered back then. Oh my God. Such a, and I was so fulfilled in that. Yeah. I had some, I had some career. That's amazing. Yeah. But an even bigger life being my, being the mom to my two kids mm, mm-hmm. and that that's the most fulfilling and the, what I'm most proud of in my whole life yeah. is being their mom and, and them. Yeah. You know, it can be done. It can be done alone or it can be done. That's you know, right. The, yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, and, and that's, you know, one of the questions, one of the things people say all the time is like, Oh my God, am I going to be alone forever? Like what happens if I get divorced? Am I going to be alone? And my response to that is if always, so what if you are? Yeah. What if you were? You're fucking awesome. Yeah. And sometimes it's better to be alone. Yeah. I look at some people's marriages and I'm like, they don't look too happy, but you know what? I'm happy every day of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't have to answer to anybody. That's right. And, and my bar now for allowing someone into my life or inviting someone into my life is so high that mm-hmm. if there is not a benefit if there is if they're not like bringing something extra to my life and my world like i don't need them here right like i'm not so desperate for someone that i'm willing to take anything or take something less than extraordinary yeah you know i didn't really date when i was raising my kids they never met anyone and that was my choice i chose that and i'm yeah. so happy that i did that I just mm-hmm. saw so many people that were divorced that were bringing so many people into the kids. It's just, yeah, it's hard, yeah. you know? No. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to do that. I did. I mean, I had, I think two um, significant relationships while my son was growing up and, and he definitely met them, but I don't think that he got to a point where like when we, when the relationships ended, he was not like devastated and brokenhearted and like, Oh, where'd they go? Everybody's path is different. However they choose. They know their kids the best. They know themselves the best. It was really me. It wasn't like I was worried about. Sure. It was just. Oh yeah. What I. Yeah. But I do think, I do think having a revolving door is like, you know, I would not introduce them until it was like, Oh, this is very serious. Right. Right. And I talked to my son really openly about the difference between dating and a relationship. You know, if I was going on a date, he's like, can I meet them? And I'm like, no, not a no, I'm not bringing anyone around you until, you know, this is just a date. And if it goes well, then we'll have another date. And if it goes well, then if it like branches into a relationship, then like, sure. But, um, you know, but this is just dating and this is the difference between dating and a relationship. And I sort of educated him on that really early (laughs) and he got it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so deep breaths, everyone, deep breaths, you'll get through it one way or the other, you'll get through it. You know, if you have, there's so much information out there now on all Mm -hmm. podcasts and, and so much, so much more knowledge than when, than I was, than we, both of us probably, when we were getting divorced, there's so much more out there. There's books and there's, research and there's articles and all the podcasts out there. Um, 
there's a world of information that that's making it an easier place if only the courts would step up and you know change their game and kind of get to the you know go get to the century instead of living we are working on it we are working on it <laughs> change it would be you know a whole different story absolutely because it's really no, I, I really believe that it's always not in the best interest of the kids they they are not in the best interest of the kids so yeah. that's got to change and um you know, there's more uncoupling now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And more collaborative divorces now. I yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And I think what's really interesting is like the, the people who are having the most contentious divorces or like your, like, I, I think about your ex-husband and your story. And it feels to me like this is a, a more global problem mm-hmm. about how we socialize men and how men are taught to process their emotions. And it feels like your husband was possibly brokenhearted and sad, but didn't know how to do that. And so it turned to rage and revenge, mm-hmm. right? Because that's how men, that's that's how we teach. That's what we teach men. Yeah. A nasty business deal. Right. Right. And it's so sad because if he could have just gotten in touch with his like actual feelings about it, he could have processed them. Correct. Right. 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 Um, yeah. And that's another reason I think too, that I, that I, you know, advise people to slow down because we've got to allow the other person. Like I said, you've been thinking about this for a long time, but we've got to allow the other person to have the, um, like, to process. Yeah. There's no, there's no rush. There's no, I don't think there's any state that's going to rush you. Actually, I think there's a couple of states and I don't know if you know this, that yeah. you have to be separated for two years before you can even start the process. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. So, well, you know what? That's pretty good. I don't know about two, but I know like, I think one, like I know a lot of states that where it's a year um, and that I haven't heard two, but who knows? I mean, I can't keep track. of it Isn't, isn't that like kind of a smart thing? I think it's wonderful. Absolutely. Gives Absolutely wonderful. Time to like, you know, yep. you know, and then there's always that sneaky little thing. And I don't know if it's in every state, but I know it's in Connecticut where you can go, you can just call an attorney and then they're knocked off the list. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're conflicted out. First of all, I don't love that unless you know, it's going to be like super high conflict because like, do you really want your ex having a terrible attorney and like, because that's going to cost you more money <laughs> while your attorney educates his attorney. Right. I get it. I get the idea of it. Like we don't want him to be like well-represented. Let's all that. Let's money, not, I don't want to put money that was spent. We could have donated yeah. to people that really need the money. That's right. also another thing that gets right. me, like sick. You know, it's like, yes, you yeah. want, you want me to have nothing. I get that. But isn't there a better yeah. way to use this money that we're 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 giving yeah. you know to the to the courts and to the lawyers and to the this and to that and the mediators and the everybody else that was in our life? Yeah, absolutely. Also, another thing, Kate, the noise. There's so much noise when you're in noise when you're going through a divorce. Yeah. Try to block that out too and breathe through all that noise and all the mounds of emails that you get and messages about this divorce. Cause it's like, oh, <laughs> It's like a never ending, yeah. you know, get, get on those apps, you know, our family wizard onward, get on the apps where you can communicate through that because it just becomes so, so much and so toxic. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I recommend our family wizard to everybody. You can turn off your notifications. You mm-hmm. can set a time when you're going to go in at the end of your day 
when you are peaceful and quiet and go and sort of after your meditation or your yoga class or whatever, and, and, you know, maybe sometimes, or maybe before your yoga class, right? Check the emails, see if there's anything that you need to actually, actually need to respond to. And then go and then go about your day, right? Because it, it it will disrupt whatever you're in the middle of doing. When you see that, when you when you when I would see his his email or the attorneys or his attorney's email, it would just knock yep. me out. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yes. So those and things I didn't even know about those things they existed when I was getting divorced. That's right, and they did not exist when we were going through it. And you know the other thing you can do, and didn't really exist so so easily back then too, is just set up another free email account, mm-hmm. set up a, a separate Gmail, so that that all of your divorce stuff goes to. So it's not getting mixed in with like I have to check my work email or whatever all day long. My life email, right? right. My life, my parenting, whatever. So what you're doing is like again. At the end of the day, I'm just going to go check that. And you are in control of yes. it. Yes. Right. It can, it can really set your whole day the wrong, go, you know, turn the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What other advice do you have for people about just like slowing down and cutting out the noise? Try and do stuff for yourself. Even mm-hmm. if it's like once a day, even if there's not a lot of time, maybe when you put the kids to bed, take a bath, you know, take a walk. Go, go grab dinner. Don't feel guilty. Go grab dinner with a friend. Go meet somebody for lunch. You know, I feel like now, you know, obviously when we're moms and we're so busy in their schedule, my kids played all the sports. So, you know, right after school, we were running to the sports and this and that. And my day was filled with like, I was volunteering for everything. I was, you know, team mom for everything. So I was busy with that, busy with life, the house, everything. You got to take time for yourself. I think, I think that makes a big difference and take care of yourself. I think there were times where I didn't take as good care of myself. Oh, hundred percent. I didn't think about myself. You have to think about yourself because if you're okay, your kids are okay. If you're good, your kids are good. That's my, my dad used to say that to us, you know, to me, as long as you're okay, I'm okay. So my, my famous line to my kids is as long as you guys are okay, I'm okay. And we still say that to this day, but you know what? There were times where I wasn't okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's I, didn't right. any, I didn't let anyone know and I didn't do anything about it. So that can do damage inside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. now like I walk four times a day. I'm happy. I walk four times a day. I ride my Peloton. I just try to, you know, do things. Actually, if I need to lay down for a minute, I lay down for a minute. Absolutely. You know, I would never think that was okay before in the past. Yeah. I can't because if I sit down, I'll never get back up. I'll never be able to get through this because there was so much going into on, into my life for such a long time. But you know what? And you know what the best thing I did? I I know that can't, you can't see it, but I'm going to tell on my phone, mm-hmm. the do not disturb. Do not disturb. Do not okay. disturb. <laughs> I just started using that when I launched this podcast, but you know what? When I'm done at night, that's right. My disturb comes on. That's right. Me too. I, the only bypass that there is is my two kids. I don't want to be bothered by anybody. And mm-hmm. you know, I would never let, like I said about the noise, I would never let the noise was always in, was always around me. That's right. Now I sleep really peaceful. I sleep through the night. I use the do not disturb. If you want to shut yourself out from the world, shut yourself out from the world, even if yeah. it's for five minutes. Yeah. You know, I had a friend recently, I was like overwhelmed and exhausted and, you know, I've been really, really busy. And, and he said, set your alarm, set a timer for 20 minutes. And he's like, and go take a nap. And I was like, 
what do you mean? I was like, a 20 minute nap doesn't make sense because it takes like half an hour, 45 minutes for for me to even fall asleep. And he's like, it's not the point. That's not the point. He said, lie down for 20 minutes, close your eyes, shut out the world, put on do not disturb for 20 minutes, go lie down in your bed, close your eyes for 20 minutes, whether you fall asleep or not. And Mm -hmm. I did it. And I was like, this is actually a life changing. (laughs) Right. This is a life event now for me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't have to fall asleep. I can just rest. Right. Wait, do not disturb 20 minutes. Life changer. Game changer. It's called rest. (laughs) You know, you never thought it was okay though, right? When you're busy, you're so busy in life, but Mm -hmm. you know what? It's good. And sometimes you need to shut your body down. Yeah. You, I mean, we actually do. And our mind. Yeah. We actually do. Yeah. And take care of ourselves. You know what? When you when you're looking good and you're feeling good, it's the best revenge, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll you let you know. I'll let I, you know when I get there. <laughs> you know, people say, like, what why are you all why are you like why are you always okay? I'm like, because I'm happy. Mm-hmm, that's right. You know what? Happiness. Happiness. That's right. does- and it could be just as simple as like, you know, I'm talking to you, Kate. I mean, it, whatever it is, you know, and it doesn't matter what you look like, or it's like you, when you, or like what weight you are, whatever, like mm-hmm. when you're happy and you're in that sort of happiness zone, I mean, I can, I can tell you, I have been skinny as fuck and so miserable that I did not, like, I just didn't exude, like people did, were not attracted to me, right? And at this point in my life, I'm heavier than I've ever been. Thank you, menopause. But I'm happier than I've ever been. And like, I turn more heads and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's worth it because when you're happy, it, it you know, That's you can, right. and you're what you're, you're, you think you look the worst, but it's glowing. You're glowing. No, I'm, it's right. It, it's, it's inward, man. It is inner, inner happiness. And when you take a deep breath and you slow down and you realize that the world is not going to end because you're getting divorced. No, it's not. It's not the end of your life because there's no. a 2.0 or 3.0, however many times you've been divorced or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There, there, you you know, it's a, it's a blank canvas that you start right. over and you might not be able to see it while you're in it, but you'll see it. You'll eventually get there and you follow that yellow brick road. And I know that's so corny to say, you'll, you'll find your happy ever after whatever that looks like. And it's going to be the way you want it to look. That's right. And, you know, to, to continue with the Wizard of Oz metaphor, you had the power all along. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, we're so corny. Right. Cute, aren't we? So corny. <laughs> oh my word. So click your heels together three times. <laughs> it was one of the all-time greatest, it is one of the all-time greatest movies, isn't it? It is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, you know, binge on Netflix if you want to, like, that became a big thing for me during COVID, like binging oh. on shows and stuff. And absolutely, I, you know, listen, watch Virgin River, fall in love. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> he's so hot. <laughs> I know Jack. I mean, now he's getting a little bit too sappy for me in this new season. But uh, have you seen the new season? No, I real. I had to stop. I was like, okay, that's but, enough. I, even Jack's getting a little too sappy for me. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. everyone can't be that delicious all the time all the time something else 
Wendy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on and having this fun conversation. You're great. And, you know, your wisdom and your experience, I'm I'm just glad that you are putting it out into the world the way that you are, because it's really wonderful. Thanks. I adore you. Thank you. Tell everyone where they can find you. Divorce doesn't suck. I also have What's Up with Wendy podcast. That's kind of just like my best of um, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm- Billy Jean Keen's up. You can listen to Billy Bob Thornton or whoever you want. I, I I have that platform, but divorce doesn't suck is my real, that's my heart. So please subscribe and listen and you'll learn, I think a lot. And you'll hear people's personal stories. Yeah. There's no, he said, she said, it's just, this is what happened mm-hmm. to me and I'm on the other side and this is what I'm doing now. And most everybody had, even the, even the professionals, the lawyers or the counselors or the mediators or whoever's on, they all have their own personal story and that's how they got to be where they Absolutely. are. Absolutely. We'll keep putting stuff out there and hopefully a couple people learn from this. We'll make a difference. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in and leave me a review. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at The Divorce Survival Guide. I'll see you next time. And until then, remember, you, my love, deserve to be happy.